0: You're listening to the Touch em Up Podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and in our next episode, it's going to be the fourth installment of the Double Trouble Breakdown as we go over Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya, the current interim middleweight champion of the world, waiting for his chance against Robert Whitaker to become the undisputed middleweight champion of the world in Melbourne, Australia on October 5th at UFC 243. So without any further ado, let's get ready and step into the ring. Hey guys, how's everybody doing tonight? Um, I'm really excited to get this breakdown out to you. It was I wasn't sure what I was going to do today for the podcast. I was kind of sitting around wondering like, okay, I did my UFC 241 predictions and what I think is going to go down. I'll do a post show after UFC 241 tomorrow night. And I was like, let me do another breakdown. I was going to do Rose Namajunas. I was thinking about maybe doing, not Khabib, but uh, maybe a TJ Dillashaw one. He's going to be a really fun one to do. But I said, why not? He's got a big fight coming up. Let's do Israel Adesanya. So, for most of you who don't know, I'm gonna explain it for the casual fans. So he has a record of 17 wins and no losses in MMA, undefeated, interim middleweight champion of the world. He is a former kickboxing sensation and world champion as well, with a record of 75 wins, five losses, and one def- uh, one draw, with 13 knockouts to his credit in kickboxing. That's not too many knockouts, but I think it's almost more impressive to be able to go the distance and outpoint people in a kickboxing fight than to just go in and knock everybody out. And I know most people are going to say, "Well, you want to finish the fight." But if you're going to, if you're able to outpoint people and professionals and make them look like idiots, then I think that shows just how good of a fighter you really are. And you've seen it in his MMA career. He's got a lot of finishes, but he can also go the distance, as you saw in his title-winning performance against Kelvin Gastelum. So we're going to go over his last four fights, I believe. The one against Brad Tavares, the one against Derek Brunson, the one against Anderson Silva, and his latest fight at UFC 236 against Kelvin Gastelum. So let's start out with his fight against Brad Tavares at the Tough 27 finale. It was his first main event, first big name, or semi-big name. You know, it was a tough matchup for him. Brad Tavares is always you know, super tough, gritty, he'll get in your face, try to knock you out as quick as he can. This fight ended up taking place on July 6th, 2018. And let's start it off. So, you know, with Israel Adesanya, he likes to always keep the opponents at an arm's reach. You'll see it a lot. He'll he'll fake a kick or like faint a kick or he'll put his hands out to uh, keep you at arm's reach so that when you throw your punches, he can just roll off, push with that arm, and roll underneath your shots. And he can also keep you at a distance to fire his power right hand or left hand, depending on if he's a southpaw, which is, again, right foot in front, left foot in back, power coming from the left hand, or an orthodox conventional stance, which is left foot in front, right foot in back, power coming from the right hand. So to start it off in this fight, like I said, he always wanted to keep Tavares at an arm's reach. He puts his palm of his hand either on their left or right shoulder and pushes you forward. He does it either on your shoulder blade of your power hand so that when you throw it, he can push off and evade coming and then roll underneath your shots, or he'll put it on your head to push you away, keep you there, fire off his leg kicks or uh, shots to the body. Like I said, uses the stiff arm to frame and evade strikes. He used it against Tavares as Tavares tried to move forward and throw that power overhand right. He would pull. He would put his left arm on uh, his left arm out to gauge the distance, and then when Tavares threw the left hook after the right hand, he used his right arm to frame off and slip to the outside of the left hook and this worked a lot. You know, Tavares likes to throw that power. He was always looking to get close to Izzy and throw that power overhand right to catch him over the top, but Israel just read it, stiff-armed, rolled underneath, and then got back to distance and landed those beautiful uh, left kicks to the body from Southpaw, which we'll go over pretty soon. So Tavares was able to get him against the fence and shoot a double leg, but Adesanya used the overhook And then he controlled the bicep with the right hand. So when you push somebody up against the fence, you want to get your underhooks because when you have an underhook, which is arms underneath the armpits and usually locked around the body to get a body lock where you can take them down, trip them, go underneath their waist and shoot a double leg or transition to one side specifically and shoot a single leg. But Israel Adesanya um, liked to, he would control with the overhook on the one side. And then on Tavares's weak side, he would put his arm, his other hand on the bicep. When you have bicep control in an overhook, you're basically controlling the opponent at both sides of their body. So if you want to elevate that overhook and then you can go with the overhook on the other side to rotate them that way, or you use that overhook. And push the bicep and rotate them towards the side that the overhook is on, which is usually their weak side. So if they're right-handed, you're going to push them towards the left side to get them get them away from you and get your back off the fence, which is what he did here. Use the overhook and the bicep to circle away from the fence towards Tavares' weak side. He switches stances seamlessly. You know, it's really he's mainly fighting out of a southpaw stance, which is right foot in front, left hand, left foot in back, power coming from the left hand, but. He can switch, and he usually likes to switch stances off the le- off his kicks. So if he's in a southpaw stance, he'll throw the left high kick, drop his foot in front, so now he's in an orthodox stance. His right hand's the power hand, and he'll throw that power right hand, left hook, throw a right high kick, drop the right foot in front, and then, and then his left hand's the power hand, and throw the left hand. Uh, Tavares did get him against the fence and shot a double leg, I said. We already went over that. Um, switched from orthodox. to orthodox to southpaw as he uh, evaded Tavares, like as to, uh, as he evaded Tavares' overhand right. So like I said, Tavares tried to crowd him and come in with that overhand right to catch him over the top. And Adesanya would stiff arm, roll underneath, switch stances to southpaw, roll underneath, switch stances to orthodox. And he likes to keep his head a little bit further closer to you than his body. This is more of an illusion to get you to think that he's closer to you than he actually is. So he's putting his head out being like, okay, I'm right here. And then he'll just pull back or roll underneath or cut an angle off to the side as you come forward, because you're thinking he's closer than he actually is. It's an illusion. Some of the best strikers and best kickboxers use this to get you to think they're somewhere where they're really not. And then you, and then counter off what you throw when you miss your shots. Um, He'll switch mid combination too. So if he's in a southpaw stance, he'll throw a right hand or a left hand, left high kick, drop down, left foot in front, right hand, left hook, roll underneath, stuff like that. Let's see. When he's in southpaw stance, Adesanya sticks the right elbow out as like a shoulder roll to evade Tavares' right overhand right or to make him think he's going to, you know, just looking to defend so that Tavares will come forward. And then he'll counter with a straight left hand. And he did this perfectly against Brad Tavares. He shoulder rolled, boom, came right down the middle with a uh, with a straight left. And you see Floyd Mayweather do this a lot in boxing. You know, a lot of the best boxers use that shoulder roll defense and then counter with the power hand off the shoulder roll. Dustin Poirier does this a lot. You saw it in the Gaethje fight, in the Max Holloway fight. And Adesanya is one of the best to do it as well. Just He just, you know, lulled Tavares into a full sense of security, covered, came up. Came across with that straight left hand. He makes the opponent, and the shoulder roll, like I said, it makes the opponent think you're on the defensive. They don't think you're going to throw a shot at them when you're in a shoulder roll defen- uh, Shoulder roll stance because you're on the defensive and you're bladed. Your shoulder blade is usually in front of your chin, and you're just there to cover the shots and roll with them as they come forward. You know, if they're, if they're going to throw their power hand, you can usually roll the, the power off your shoulder and then cover on the other side with uh, your regular guard to avoid if they throw a left hook or a right hook, depending on the stance. Let's see. Um, he likes to reach for Tavares a lot in this fight. You see it right from the get-go. He's he's in his stance and he'll reach with that backhand or the lead hand just to get you to think that his hands are doing something and occupy you to keep you at distance so he can land his kicks in an effective range. You know, the one thing about striking and the best strikers in MMA and kickboxing, they're the best at managing range and being able to close distance and disengage quickly and also keep them at the range they want you to. You know, kicks have to be thrown at a, thrown at a further range than punches. Punches can be thrown from a closer range. Knees are thrown from close range. Elbows are thrown from close range, but kicks are thrown from a further range. So you have to keep your opponent guessing. Usually throw a few punches up top or to the body, push them away, get the, get the range back, and throw the body kick, the low kick, or the high kick. Oh, let's see. Uh, straight left hand, Tavares... I don't know what I wrote here. I can't read this. Oh, okay. Tavares had his back to the fence. So... Adesanya uh, just countered with the straight left hand and then the left high kick. Like I said in most of my podcasts before, same side attacks are money all the time. When you throw a right hand and a right high kick after it, usually the opponent thinks right hand, the, other, the attack's, attack's going to come from the, ne- the other side. Or throw a left hand, it's going to come from the right side. But when you throw right hand, right high kick, or left hand, left high kick, or left kick, follow up with the left hand, it, it tricks them up because they're thinking it's going to come from the opposite side than the attack actually came from. Let's see, Tavares was able to slip to the inside of Adesanya's left hand as he was in southpaw and shoot the takedown, but Adesanya circles to his left, which is Tavares' weak side, and stiff arms him away as Tavares throws the overhand left. So he throws, he shoots, Adesanya pushes his head, pushes him away, and Tavares comes right back in with that overhand left, and Adesanya rolls underneath it to get away from him. Again, he's always his eyes are the best part. Adesanya's eyes are always on the prize. He's always looking at you and seeing what you're where you're moving, what your next attack's going to be. And then he even backs up and looks at you. I call it the snake. I'm going to call it the snake. So he's like a snake. You know, he's moving his head, but he's just slithering, slows ever so slightly out of the way as you come forward. Um, Adesanya again reaches with the right or the lead hand since he's in a southpaw stance and fires a left body kick that landed flush on Tavares. The left body kick is always money for Adesanya in his fights, and you'll see it as we keep going through his next three or four fights. He likes to he likes to stiff-arm you with that right hand to get you occupied. Boom, fire the left body kick right to the body. Boom, 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 throw the right, left kick to the body. When you think it's coming to the body, he will switch it up with a question mark and go up top to the head. And a question mark, which will be covered later on because he does it in almost every single one of his fights, is where you fake a front kick. So you pick your leg up, you pick your knee up like you're going to throw a, a kick straight down the middle, and then you turn it, you turn your hip over, and you come over the top, over the shoulder, and connect on their jaw. I like throwing this a lot in my sparring. It's a, it's honestly one of the kicks I land the most if I'm throwing head kicks. But you just go straight to the body and come over the top with the, hit, with the kick. Just straight. Oh, they're coming down the middle? Nope. Come around. Come over the shoulder. So it's bop, bop. It's multi-directional switching directions on your opponent. Um, let's see. The right high kick and right spinning hook kick, which was used uh, between Adesanya, uh, against Adesanya. I can't talk today for some reason. Sorry, guys. Was used against Tavares by Adasanya. So I'm going to explain this. So since Tavares is in an orthodox stance and I believe Adesanya was in a paw. No, no, no. Okay. Adesanya was in orthodox for this combination. So his right foot was in back. So he threw the right high kick which is going to circle Tavares towards his left side to avoid it. And then he spun and threw the right hook kick. So that was able to counter him on the on the exit. So you throw the right high kick. He's going to move to the left. Now you throw the spinning hook kick, and it's going to come towards the left where he's trying to exit. So you're attacking on both exits. Oh, you're going to exit on the right side, right high kick. Oh, now you see the high kick coming. You're going to exit on my left, spinning right hook kick. It's going to counter you and attack you on both sides so you don't know which side to exit from because there's stuff coming from you at every angle. Let's see. Again, straight left, left high kick, same side attacks. I say it a lot. I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but he loves to use same side attacks. Either a punch and then whip it into a high kick or a high kick, pull the kick down, whip it into a punch on the same side. He throws the inside left low kick and switches to southpaw and then flicks two jabs and then back to orthodox stance. So it's overloading your brain. So you have, so let's see, let me go over this real quick. So he's in an orthodox stance, boom, throws the inside low kick, which is your front leg on the inside of Tavares' lead leg, switches to southpaw, okay, the power's going to come from the right hand. No, or from the left hand, because the left hand's in back in a southpaw stance. Flick two right jabs. Okay, he's going to probably throw the left hand. Nope, switches back to orthodox and just moves forward. So you're like, okay, what stance is this guy fighting out of? He's fighting out of every stance possible. So where do I go from here? Again, overloading the brain. Paralysis by analysis. They get your opponent to watch you so they can't counter you. Uh, he throws the left roundhouse to the body, and it's always money for Adesanya against Tavares. The left roundhouse kick to the body when he, after he would flick a jab out and throw that left uh, roundhouse kick, or he would push off on the head or on the shoulder and then angle you, boom, left body kick, boom, left body kick, right hand, left body kick. You know, every it was just money every time. I don't think Tavares was able to block one of these body kicks. It just came right through the guard and chopped that liver. Um, Tavares shoots for a takedown after one uh, after the body kick from Adesanya, but Adesanya is able to get the overhook on the right side of Tavares arm, Tavares' left arm and then use the right outside leg to trip him. So he had the overhook on the left side. Let me see. Was it on? Okay, on the right side. And then he used the opposite hand, which would be his, uh, I think he was in a southpaw stance, so it would be his left hand. And then he pushed the head towards the overhook and tripped him, and kicked the foot out, tripped him, got a takedown. So this again, it's the transition from striking to striking to grappling. He's not known as a grappler, but he's able to transition so fluidly between the striking and the grappling that you don't really know what's going on. Like, oh, okay, he's gonna—he's probably gonna throw that body kick. Oh, I'm gonna shoot on him. Okay, you shoot on me. I'm, if I'm out of sign, you go ahead, shoot on me. I'm gonna stuff it, and I'm gonna take you down with an outside trip. Uh, then he fakes the power side right hand, which is cause he's in an orthodox stance and then throws the jab and the right low kick. So he thinks, so Tavares thinks the right hand's coming. He blocks, goes to roll. Adesanya throws the left jab cause he's usually going to move his head towards the left to avoid the right hand. Boom, jab. Okay. Now he's back. Boom, low kick, jab, low kick. One of my favorite combinations and one of the best combinations you can throw is just a simple jab, low kick or a jab, right hand, left hook to the body, right, low kick, or left low kick if you're in a southpaw stance. That's called a dutchie combination. You can also fake the right hand, throw the left hook to the body, throw the right low kick. You know, it's, it's simple basics that work. And Adesanya is so good at the basics that he makes them advanced so you don't know where it's coming from. And you'll see that more as we keep going in this breakdown. So he's always crouching, like I said a little bit earlier about the snake movement. So he's always looking at you. His eyes are always on you. He never takes his eyes off the opponent. He's always looking at you, watching where you move as he moves his head. You know, a lot of times people will move their head and their eyes will be a little bit off their opponent. Adesanya keeps his hands low and moves his head as he's looking at you so he can see everything you're throwing at him and counter off what you throw. Uh, He jabs, and as Tavares tries to move in close, Adesanya clinches and throws a right knee right up the middle. So even when Tavares got close, he was able to get in clinch range and throw a knee right up the middle, caught Tavares right on the jaw and stunned him. He uses this technique to switch stances a lot too. So like I said, he'll throw a right kick and then bring that foot down in front. So now he's got the left foot in back for the power kick or power left hand. Same, let's say you're in a southpaw stance. You throw the left kick. Now you put your left foot down in front. Your right hand's the power. Boom. So he lands this right knee right on top of right to Tavares' jaw, puts the right foot down in front. Boom. Fires that straight left hand because he's switching stances mid-combination. While in southpaw, Adesanya flicks the right jab and then goes to a straight left and then a left body kick. So it's okay. Okay. Here, I'm going to attack you from the lead side. Bop. Left hand. Now he keeps the left hand out there a little bit longer than normal. Usually, you throw a left hand, you throw it and you pull it right back. They always tell you when you're striking, throw it and get it back. the The longer it takes you to get your punch back to your guard, the easier it is for your opponent to attack you. So you throw it out, pop, but Adesanya will throw it out just as a feeder to land that left body kick. So right jab, throw the left hand. Okay, I'm gonna push your head off towards with my left hand. Boom, left body kick. Right hand, or left hand. Oh, what's he gonna do? Left body kick. Same if he's in the orthodox stance, which is left foot in front, right foot in back. If you're going to throw the right hand, boom, okay, I got the same side attack. Right hand, right body kick. Right hand, right high kick. Right hand, right low kick. Vice versa. Adesanya will roll under the power overhand of Tavares towards towards his weak side. You know, whenever you exit um, an opponent who's trying to attack you, you always want to exit on the weak side. Because if you exit towards the power side or move towards the power side, you're more susceptible to getting caught with the power with a power shot and getting knocked out. If you move towards the weak side with your footwork or as you're exiting, you're less susceptible to being knocked out because it's their weaker side. And usually their defense on the weaker side isn't as good, so you can get away without getting countered. Uh, Tavares throws a lead teep kick and Adesanya catches it. And he throws a right spinning elbow as he catches the kick. Kind of like John Jones and Stephen Bonner. I believe he caught either a teep or a roundhouse kick and then countered with that spinning elbow, and that's what ended up dropping Stefan Bonner. It's one of John Jones' early highlight reel moments, and he's got a lot of them now. Uh, <coughs> Adesanya will switch stances, like I said, after he throws a kick from the power side. And then Adesanya is in a southpaw stance, so right foot in front and left foot in back. And he grabs Tavares' lead hand, which is his left hand because he's an orthodox. So they're opposite stances. So, so Adasanya reaches, grabs the lead hand of Tavares, holds onto it, grabs the wrist. And now Tavares is like, what's he going to do with it? Is he going to pull me? Is he going to push me? Whenever you have a hold of somebody's hand, you can grab it. You can pull him. You can push him. You're in control. But no, he grabs the hand with his right hand since he's in a southpaw stance, and he pulls it forward and elbows with the same side. So he pulls you into a lead elbow and just catches Tavares right on the chin. Adesanya stuffs a takedown from Tavares after this elbow lands, and uh, Tavares is able to track him on the way up. Or no, I'm sorry. Adesanya tracks him on the way up from the the stuffing of his takedown. So as he's standing up, boom, he throws a knee right to the body, and then right to the head as he gets back up. He's always tracking his opponent, downloading you, looking at your movements and your patterns and everything like that, and it really worked well for him. Adesanya won this fight by unanimous decision, and it was one of the best fights we've seen from Izzy and uh, really what what got him to the dance of the top contenders in the division. Up next, he fought Derek Brunson at UFC 230 Madison Square Garden on November 3rd, 2018. Um, right away in this fight, he was throwing fakes and feints. You know, Brunson, even though he's got a lot of losses and he doesn't fight as technical as most people think he should, he's more just a brawler and tries to be wild. Um, And Adesanya took advantage of that multiple times in this fight. So right away, he's throwing fakes and feints right out of the gate, getting Brunson to freeze and not know where the attacks are coming from. He fakes a rear kick, you know, just flicking that hip. Boom, make him think you're kicking, and then moving forward to close the distance. I call it a shuffle step. He's not technically shuffling his feet, but he's just shuffling them forward. So he fakes that rear kick, boom, boom, moves forward. He's two steps closer to you now from that fake than he was before, and it's easier for him to land the shots because he's closer to you. Brunson shoots for multiple single leg takedowns in this fight, and then he would transition from the single leg up to the body lock. Um, Adesanya is able to get that left underhook and the right hand on the head. Um, you know, with, with takedowns and body lock positions, it's the head hooks and hips. So you want to get your head above, get your head underneath your opponent's head or no, you want to get your head above your opponent's head. When you're stuffing a takedown, you want to get your underhooks or your overhooks, and then you want to get your hips back. So they can't shoot in on you head hooks, hips. I got that from Brendan Dorman. If you haven't watched his breakdowns, definitely look, look out for them on YouTube. So Adesanya goes for double underhooks with his back to the fence when uh, after Brunson shoots another single leg, but he's able to get wrist control. Adesanya is able to get wrist control on the right side of Derek Brunson and then transition to bicep control. So he'll have the underhook at the left side because you want to have an underhook so you can elevate your opponent and turn them to get away from the fence. On the other side, he starts with a wrist grab. So now you're in control of both sides, the left and the right side of your opponent, and you can you can move them towards whatever side you want. But he transitions from the wrist control to controlling the bicep. Now you're on the inside bicep control. You're controlling more of the arm than if you just had the wrist and you have the underhook. So it's over on the bicep, underhook on underneath the arm on the other side. You're going to rotate the underhook, lift the underhook up and rotate and push and pull the bicep towards that way so you can get your hips off the fence, and get back to the center. And he does this very well against Brunson multiple times. Let's see. They were broken up in this position because of a a shorts grab. Brunson kept trying to grab Adesanya's shorts, and it just wasn't working well for him. And you can't grab the shorts. It's illegal. And he tried to do it multiple times. Again, fakes and feints from Adesanya when they get back to the center. Adesanya wants to be in the center. When you're, when he's in the center with you, you're at a disadvantage because nobody in the middleweight division can strike like Adesanya can strike. Brunson shoots another single leg takedown, but Adasanya gets the leg free by pushing down on the head and limp legging out of it. Whenever you get taken down, you always want to push their your opponent's head into the mat if they get that close and that deep on you because if you're controlling the head, the body follows where the head's going. So you push down on the head and then you you stand up, or you push down on the head, and then it's, since it's a single leg, he's going to push down on the head and then limp leg pulling the leg out, getting back to the middle of the cage. Brunson again shoots and gets a body lock right away after he stuffs this single leg takedown and pushes him against the fence. Adesanya uses that left overhook, over and the right side bicep control circles off the fence again towards Brunson's weak side. Brunson rushes back in with punches to try to shoot another single leg, but Adesanya is just reading this all the time. Circles off the fence with bicep control and the overhook again. He always uses bicep control and the underhook to go or overhook, depending on you know, what kind of takedowns being shot, to get away from the fence and back to the center where he wants to be. Adesanya catches on to stuffing the shot, so Brunson's not even able to get close to him towards that end of the first round. He's He's seeing it coming. He's pushing his hips back, putting his hand out to gauge the distance. After stuffing two or three more single legs, because that's all Brunson tried to do is take him down because he knew he couldn't stand with Adesanya. Um, He catches on to the timing, and he times Brunson as he's shooting in for that single leg with a right knee. It's more of a roundhouse kick, but he catches him with the knee as he comes in. Just boom, right on the jaw, and stumbles Brunson Because Brunson, you know, Dominic Cruz, I believe, talked about this on the commentary during this fight. He wasn't setting up his shots. He wasn't like throwing a few punches, a leg kick, and going for a single leg. Or throwing a few punches, faking, and going for a double leg. He was just literally reaching down, pulling his head right in the center, and going for that takedown. And Adesanya caught on after two or three more failed attempts. And as he shot in, he knew his head was going to be low. Boom, countered with that knee. Caught Brunson right on the jaw as he tried to shoot in on that single and hurt him really bad. Knocked him right on that chinny, chin, chin. This stuns Brunson real bad, and Adesanya is able to throw the straight left, right hook, right uppercut, and then clinches, throwing a knee right up the middle. So he's in a southpaw stance, right? Straight left, right hook, right uppercut. Usually they think right hook, straight left, or right hook, left uppercut, but he did it on the same side, which shows how how you know talented and just defensively minded and how smart this guy is inside the cage and in the heat of the moment. So straight left, boom, right hook, right uppercut, right knee. Boom, this causes Brunson to basically fold, go against the fence, and this drops Brunson again, but he gets back up. Adesanya throws a right question mark kick. This is what I'm saying when I say same side attacks. Right question mark kick into the right hand so he throws the question mark kick which is a faking a front kick up the middle and then coming around the side with a with a roundhouse kick so he bop bop and then as he pulls the kick down because you have to get your foot back to stance after you throw or switch stance he pulls it and he uses that pulling motion as a fulcrum and just fires that right hand right after the kick so the kick pulling down is adding to the power when he throws that right hand so it's bop bop and it catches Brunson right on the jaw Drops him, and it's a whip. It's more the, it's less of a punch and more of a whip. Just boom, and then whoosh. you're cracking that whip with that right hand after you throw the kick. This drops Brunson again, but he gets back up. Brunson throws a power left to try to catch Adesanya as he's coming in. Adesanya rolls under it and throws a right uppercut. Switches stance, throws a straight right hand, straight left. Just drops him two or three more times, and that's it. First round TKO of MSG from for Israel Adesanya. All right, we're gonna cut it off here and go to the second part because I we got two more fights to cover for Adesanya. But I hope you're enjoying this this breakdown so far. I'm really enjoying it. So I'll catch you on the flip side, guys. Second part coming up right at you.